which is be Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we proudly present this podcast to you in all its glory. They are the bearded wonders, the twin sons from different mothers. He is Blake. He is Sal. And together they are the Blake and Sal Show. And if you're not okay with that, I have two words for you. Stay tuned. I'm on my own, against the wall. The pressure's building, but no, I will never fall. Instead of crying, they hear me roar. And now I see that I'm way better than before. I never needed you at all. Think I fall down, I'ma watch you fall down. I'm living large now. Hello and welcome to the Blake and Style Show, episode number 371. I'm your host, Blake. Let me bring on my co-host, first of all, the biggest show on podcasting, the man who's looking to invest in Dogecoin. Sal, how you doing? I have tripled my investment of $25 to $75 in mere hours. <laughs> you to the moon! To the moon, bitches! <laughs> I'm gonna quit this show when I become a millionaire. Oh yeah, or you can, or you can invest in a British shit. <laughs> oh man! All right, let's bring on the man, the myth, the legend, the man who was doing weird, weird shit before we went on the air. I don't know, but look at look at the post credits for this one. Mark, Dad, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. And uh, past the Dodgy pen on the left hand side. Yes. No. Indeed. Yes. There you go. Yeah, I, I feel like I feel like that's the mood I'm in right now. All right. Um, first of all, I um I, um, I watched way too much wrestling in the last like seven, six days since we last talked. <laughs> way too much wrestling. Like, oh my god. Um. By the way, I did break out my old WrestleMania shirt. It's uh, the shirt has not fit me in two years. That shows the weight I've lost. Okay. Hey. Um. Our theme, by the way, for the music. Normally, we go WrestleMania main eventers, but this time I figured we go we go women main eventers and the winners of the women's main events this week because we had two women's main events in our four big shows. So we opened with Bianca Belair, which ironically it's the same music we opened with Rumble show with. So go figure. That never <laughs> happens like ever. So I figured, why not break our rules for Bianca? Yay! Uh, well, gentlemen, um, we survived WrestleMania week. <laughs> barely barely yeah <laughs> I, okay I'll, I'll, i'm gonna tell the story now before we get into the show um monday night you could ask now i was struggling to get through raw i was struggling to get to the show i was having problems the show was terrible i was having my problem getting to the show and i literally went i'm done i'm done for the week i was not looking forward to nxt but nxt is my favorite show of the week so i'm like i'm gonna i'm gonna watch nxt NXT would revitalize me. I'm like, I love wrestling. <laughs> so that just shows out the difference between a terrible show after a big show than a good one. So there you go. <laughs> we will get into everything in a few minutes. 
Sal, let's get started. Help support the show by all the platforms you can find the show and other products we work at at theblakeandstylshow.com. Uh, yes, and you can buy our shirts, stickers, hoodies, um, um, uh, blankets, and more from our Tee Public store. Uh, click on the Tee Public link on our site or go to Tee Public and search the Blake and Sal Show. And you can also go to blowthecollar.com and search the show and get shirts there. Hey, do we have our Blake and Sal Show tents? It's that yeah, no, season. Uh, not all items actually available. And it's way too cold for a tent today. It's like, it's like 40 degrees here. It looks like we're going to storm. day <laughs> around here. It's cold. Hey, I checked my uh, Facebook memories, and a couple of years ago or last year was that huge storm that you guys had today. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Actually, Sal, speaking of Facebook memories, it keeps popping up that you're in Milwaukee like eight years ago. <laughs> <laughs> that's right it's pretty there funny actually there's a picture of Sal there's another picture of Sal and me there's also, with a, there's oh, here's a picture of Sal with a mattress <laughs> one of my favorite pictures of you from that adult game I love that picture <laughs> and you, and, it was your idea that's the best part about that <laughs> hey Blake take a picture of me with this mattress <laughs> for no reason there was no reason for it <laughs> Oh man, all memories. All memories. All right. Let's go to commercial. We'll come back. I gotta get a plug in and then we're gonna start. All right, we're back. And um this this morning over on Defy the Mighty Ducks, you can listen to my show with two guests. We had James Anderson from the soon to be started, she's all that minute, and um Thomas House from the Chris Stormcast. So take a listen to Defy the Mighty Ducks this morning. I know the show gets a hell of a lot more downloads than we do, but still, whatever. I promote it here. Right <laughs> She's all that. Is that the one with Amanda Bynes? Yes, which I have not watched it in a very, very long time. I really should watch it again. Yeah. Before that podcast starts. Well, the last show he did was um the last show James was a part of was um Can't Hardly Wait Minute, which oh. was fun. That was a fun. That was one. a good movie. I love that. That's underappreciated. That movie was very. Why, why, why didn't you do the Nickelodeon show that all that? Because that's where most of the people were on and all that. I feel like there was crickets there that I should have insulted there. <laughs> there crickets in there. All right. Um, before we get to the wrestling side of things, I guess we, we should talk about this. Oh. All right, so we, we have to bring it up, Sal, because, well, we grew up with this music. DMX, he um passed away from an OD, parent OD, at age 50. Yeah. Last week. Um. I hate to say it like this, but I wasn't shocked when I read it was an overdose. I wasn't that shocked. But um, the age is what kills me. Anyone that died that young, still shocked. It's still crazy. Um, DMX, it's weird. I, I'm, I'm a big white guy, yet I loved DMX when we were in the 90s. Like, I loved DMX. Mm-hmm. And um, as a matter of fact, um, one of our mutual friends messaged me this morning, not realizing we were recording today, and we were talking about DMX music. And I... and she reminded me that, um, and this is going to make people laugh. My football, my senior year football year, we were in charge of music for the seniors, and um, because we were a mix of black and white guys, we needed to mix up the music a little bit. You know, we decided to have a little fun. 
And um, we did, um, we're not going to take it anymore, we took the sister, which is a song we used our freshman year. So we brought it back our senior year. But the other half of the crew wanted Rough Riders, Rough Riders down bottom. <laughs> so we yes. used both of them. We used both of them. <laughs> so for every single game, those two songs would be blasting in our locker room. <laughs> Talk about two completely different songs. <laughs> yes. So, but no, DMX definitely sucks that he's gone. I do love some of the songs. Um, even though I was playing it, that I turned the volume down because I'm like, wow, this is inappropriate. Holy shit, this is inappropriate as a parent. Oh my God. <laughs> Crazy fucking song. Sal, to you. Uh, yeah, it's just, um, you know, I know he's been struggling for a very long time. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, it's just one of those things that happens. And um, I just, I, I feel for his family. I feel for his friends. I feel for his fans. Um, you know, 50 is very, very young. And um, to to not be able to um, beat those demons, you know, it's, 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 it's sad when it's somebody who tries and just can't, they can't get over it. And, um, you know, hopefully this will maybe help somebody else that's going through the same thing and they see what the possibility could be. Dad, any thoughts? Uh, talented musically. Um, visionary. We had ideas that I don't think anyone else had. Uh, Trademark the Rough Rider uh, clothing merchandise. Um Started dabbling in acting in movies. I uh, started with um, Stone Cold, um, Jet Li, and uh, Steven Seagal. And his demons got a hold of him then. And, of course, no one wants to work with him in the industry. So he tried to clean himself up and thought he had, I, I thought he licked it. And, unfortunately, yeah. he didn't. Um, and it's a shame for uh, a man that young that has talent to just have this happen to him, to his family, his friends, and his fans. And I, I, I hope that other artists can learn from this. I know uh, Demi Lovato spoke out, and her comment was, that could have been me. Uh, so, yeah. um, this is one Don't make me go there. Yeah, I was about to say, you don't want Sal to go off on that. You don't want him to. Him to. Nope. <laughs> you don't Got want it. to go off on that. We do, we do have a lot to get to today. Um, if we didn't have a lot to get to today, I totally know it's how to go off on that. Um, Don't make me go there. Okay. But I will say, addiction is a bitch. It's straight up bitch. And it's hard to beat no matter who you are. And that's the worst part. So if you do, and I'm going to say this as, as me, who's never really dealt with real addiction, that if you have an addiction problem, get help. Go seek help. Get, get the help you need. So that you don't hit the point where you're accidentally overdosing or whatever. You know what I mean? Just get your hands help. So. Or you're Demi Lovato and playing the victim card. Oh. oh. There is no. Oh, I'm sorry. Did they say that We're I'm running for sale. I was no... supposed to think that internally. I'm so sorry. Oh, you, you slipped one past the goalie there, buddy. Biggest heel in podcasting, everybody. Let's. <laughs> let's, let's. To the uh, moon. There's no, there's no segue here, so. 
It's still way close for the nature boy, Ric Flair, to come on here and say a thing or two. you all deserve Under the sea. Under the sea. Oh, what a rush. Oh, don't worry, you could have seen the commando. And that's the bottom line. Because Stone Cold said so. Akuna Matata. What a wonderful phrase. <laughs> Stop. Listen. Because. Because. <laughs> because. I am Lance Catamaran. Um, so, I, so I'm sitting here. I opened my other soda, and it was not intentional. And and it, people are not even going to hear this in post because I re-put the clip in usually. But you can hear me opening a can right over the Stone Cold impersonation. That was the impeccable timing. <laughs> I was not. Oh, I missed that. That was totally not on purpose. It was really funny in my head. Fast. So you should you should, you should re re add that to the intro then. <laughs> it was really funny. I didn't really expect that. Oh, before or after my hole? Uh, it was way before that. Way before. <laughs> I know that crack. My up. hole is always last. That's why I <laughs> put it there because it's always funny. It's always funny. All right. Sal, take it away. Uh, former ESPN announcer. What is it? Is it a- Aiden? 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 Aiden and Verk? Aiden New guy, new guy, Verk, whatever, is uh, hosting now hosting Raw with Corey Graves and Byron Saxton. It's bad. It was funny when we opened Raw, and I'm like, Byron Saxton is opening the show. <laughs> like, why is Byron Saxton opening the show? <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> I like Byron. I like Byron a lot, but like, why was he opening the show? <laughs> wow. Throughout throughout most of the show. He and Corey were just throwing jabs at each other left and right. Well, that's the I, I love when Corey and Byron do that, though. I miss that. They used to do that on SmackDown but, all the time, and I miss that. I don't think the new guy was ready to be kind of in the middle. No, 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 no. He was not re- Oh, that was weird. He was not ready for a lot of things. He was not prepared. <laughs> was not prepared. I was, was going to say, no one took him in the back and prepared him? This was weird. Like, I'm all for new voices. I'm all for trying people, um, but not everybody could be the best at this right away. And as much as Sal hates Mar Ronaldo, he did great when he first started. <laughs> he did great when he first started, but he also had the experience with like Showtime and boxing matches and everything else. And I don't know. I I, I know it's his first show, and I'm a lot more lenient than Sal was as the show was continuing. Plus, I was kind of broken by the end of Raw anyway, so I stopped caring. So <laughs> I really stopped caring by the show. But I'm getting well, a few weeks. Ugh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm dead. I, I, I was going to say, you know, if you give them like a week or two, maybe things will improve. And if not, then I don't know what to do with them. You ink them and put them someplace else. Go back do backstage interviews, I guess. From what I've heard, from what I heard from, um, apparently, he was absolutely awful when he started on Major League MLB Network, MLB Network, and within a month, he was fantastic. So, I'm hoping that that continues here. Sal, I knew you were a lot, lot less lenient than I was on Monday. So, go ahead. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I don't know. It just he 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 sounded stale. Uh, he sounded like he didn't know what the hell was going on half the time, and then the other half it felt like he was like badly reading off of a script. I don't know. There was just no f- good flow, in my opinion. So I don't know. We'll see. I guess we'll see what happens next week. Yeah. Um, the only thing I will also say, I, I know at one point, and I missed this because, like I said, I was in and out of the room and I was just not caring, man. But apparently he mixed up the, um, he mixed up Seamus and Drew McIntyre at one point. <laughs> he mixed them up and used the wrong name on the wrong person. And Seamus wasn't even on the show this week. <laughs> he wasn't even on the show anymore. <laughs> Well, like, what are we doing? Well, well, it's really weird. Is as right after that, Corey and and Byron were trading jabs to kind of cover up things, and it's like, yes. man, it, it, someone needs to basically take you into the back into a office and say, "This is how." It is. Okay, well now he's putting headlock. And now it looks like he's getting ready to put him in a hammerlock. Yeah, it was it was it was very low. Or I, I'm so maybe because we got used to Tom Phillips and his robot as he is, I, I got used to him. I got used to the guy. <laughs> I mean, he's a robot and he needs to be rebooted apparently now for four or five live. But like and, and, I, I, I missed him already. <laughs> you know, here's the thing, you know, I you know, I'm impartial or try to be impartial, but I, heaven forbid, I, you know. Samoa Joe does a hell of a lot better job than this guy. So if this guy well, doesn't work like out, Joe, why don't you bring Samoa Joe on the Raw? It, for those, Joe was on Raw. Joe was on Raw for like a year. He, he was there. Right. And it sounds like he's yeah. going to do wrestling again. So if he's going to do wrestling again, he doesn't mean to be the announce table. He doesn't mean to be there. I just hope they have another person to sit with Cole because Corey Graves should not be doing both shows. He should not be doing yeah, I don't want shows. that again. We'll find out Friday. I haven't heard anything about, about SmackDown's um, announcing crew at all, like whatsoever, which is strange because the last time they changed announcing crews, there was like a big press release and it was like, here's the Raw crew, here's the SmackDown crew. And ironically, from that was when SmackDown debuted. This is the first time they've changed, they've moved Corey since then. And that was over a year and a half ago. So <laughs> I don't, I, I'm intrigued. I'm interested in what's going to happen here. Sal, when we continue on. Uh, AEW announced uh, the Inner Circle versus the Pinnacle in a blood and guts match on my mom's birthday, Wednesday, May 5th. Oh, there you go. The match that was supposed to be in Jersey last year is now happening at the at, at, in Jacksonville. I guess they just really, really wanted to do this match. <laughs> Finally wanted to do this match. Now it's a little safer. Um, it couldn't hold off since September. I don't know why. But here we are. Sal, I know you're sad. It's not happening in Jersey, but your thoughts, I know. By the way, next week, next week's show, I, I did a little project and we're going to get into this next week, which is the AEW um, faction wars that are going on for some stupid reason. <laughs> we'll that on next week's show. So I'm, I'm working on a project. We'll be way too much to cover. So we'll talk that about- That sounds like a pay-per-view. It, it, it's bad. Oh, sorry. In two weeks. We're not doing a show next week. So two weeks. We'll talk about that. So we'll get there. But Sal, go ahead. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm excited, uh, and you know, it's going to be—it's going to be kind of violent. Let's be honest, and it's not going to be the PG version of this match. Um, so I'm excited. I'm just, you know, like I like you said, I'm just, I'm, I'm 
I'm very upset that it, the opportunity was stolen from me to watch it live. Damn it, COVID. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. Damn you to hell. That uh, this is gonna be a great match. Uh and I'm sorry, I gotta use the term from Dusty. It's gonna be a slobber knocker. And uh say, you know it, it's <laughs> It's 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 not gonna be a wrestling match. It's just gonna be a down and out brawl. Yeah, we'll we'll get into preview it in a couple of weeks, and we are like a week out. And I hope maybe what was, we'll add more to it. I don't know. <laughs> what was it? Jericho had initials for MJF, and I can't remember what he said. My jerk off friend. My jerk off. Thank you. Friend. My jerk off friend. <laughs> <laughs> I cracked up at that. I'm not gonna lie. That was pretty funny. So <laughs> now. Now you're gonna market something like that, where you can pull the head and go together like, yeah, my jerk off friend. By the way, as a little preview, because I have to update this, I just up my sheet. I have to update this because they, they've, they've added people to factions and added another faction since I made this list. <laughs> so there are Get out. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight factions. Add nine, add another one because that's Kuti Marshall's, and then add another one because apparently there's another one on Dark. So there's at least 10 that I know about. And there's like only like two wrestlers currently on the roster. That aren't in a tag team or a faction. Christian Cage and Lance Archer. That's it. Oh. Even Moxley is with a Kingston and Darby with is it. Sting. Like everyone's with somebody except for Christian and Lance Archer. <laughs> and you're counting the gun club, right? Everybody. Everybody okay. is with somebody somewhere on the roster. Who's this dark faction? Um, there was that one with like um with um, ne- like um, Ryan Nemeth and all that kind of stuff. Oh, on yeah, Dynamite been... this week. Man, right, this week. We'll get to that. Like I said, two weeks, we'll get into all that when I update the sheet a little more. All right, continue on. This is pretty cool news. Go. Uh, yeah, Dark Side of the Ring Season 3 will be debuting on uh, Thursday, May 6th, the day after, uh, with a 14-episode season. Whoa! I'm excited. That's so I'm, much. I'm so excited for this. I'm so excited. That is so much. And they, they said this might be the last season, at least for a little while, because they're running out of things to talk about. They're running out of things to talk about. Well, if you're a 15 episode season, this is equal to what, like 30 something episodes now they've done? Like, they're running out of things to do. They might they cut the do. season in half. I agree, but Vice made the order, not them. Yeah. And, and, and here's the thing they showed the trailer. And there are several good stories in there. And one of them is Brian Pillman right off the get-go. Oh, so, that's, uh, that's, that's, that's the season premiere. Know, that's the season premiere. <laughs> pretty good season premiere, if you ask oh, me. By the way, Sal, yeah. did you they changed the narrator this year? It's now Mick Foley during the narration. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I wonder why. Probably Jericho was busy. Probably. Yeah. Jericho did yeah, a lot. Right. Yeah. Well, Mick, I think Mick Foley is going to make a fantastic yeah. narrator. I think the, yeah, he's not doing he's anything now anyway. Yeah, he's busy feuding with the pinnacle. That's it. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah. Don't don't get me started. <laughs> no, but uh, I want to see the, the segment with Brian Pillman. I want to see how many wrestlers at the interview are going to be able to tell the truth. Well, I know Stone Cold was interviewed for this one. I know for facts, Stone Cold mm-hmm. was this. Did they I, announce if it's a two episode? Thing I, or no, they didn't announce that yet. Oh no, yeah. I find out, I will let you know. I, I they haven't even announced the entire 14 episodes yet. I was because I have a feeling this deserves to be two episodes, or at least two hours, like the Benoit one was. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, last last season when they had Jericho narrating and also talking about uh, an episode on there, 
first thing Jericho said is, if you're not going to let me be able to tell the truth, then I'm not saying anything. I'm walking off. Well, there you go. I, mm-hmm. So, I mean, if, if they're going to have wrestlers that are going to be able to tell the truth yeah. and not sugarcoat it and not say, I can't talk about it, then get them out. Yeah, I'm really enjoyed last season, like a lot. So, yeah. I enjoyed last season even more than this season, which says a lot. You know what I mean? I mean, first season. I enjoyed last season better than the first season. And the first season was great. So, that says a lot. I'm trying to see if the full list for season three is up yet. No, it's not up yet. I'm waiting. I keep looking. I really want to see the full list. Um, we do have the episode they did announce. We have Brian Pillman. We have um, Fr- um, Frontier Martial Arts Wrestling, which FMW. We have um, XPW, which I'm very intrigued by that one. Um, Nick Gage. Mm-hmm. We have the one I'm, I'm really excited to find out about. is the WCW New Japan Collision in Korea. 1995. I'm hmm. very intrigued by that one. Um, the Smiths family, which is Grizzly Smith, Sam Houston, Rock and Robin, and Jake the Saint Roberts. Hmm. And um, Ainan um, Grotiki. I, I don't know how to pronounce this one. AKA Bruiser Bedlam Johnny K- K9. So I don't know that one, but like, hey, there was a couple last year. I had no idea who they were, and I really enjoyed the show. So, yeah. So there will be more announced soon, but there you go. <sighs> All right. Well, that all being said, we have a lot to get to. And I realized right after we were done with the show last week, I went on Spotify and the song that was like the WrestleMania anthem for the commercials then popped up on Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> so since we didn't have it last week. Yeah, live from the Gulf Coast. Woo! Welcome to the greatest spectacle scene around the world. Come on. Tonight is the night we face our enemies. Let's go. All the gold is up for grabs. All right, uh, WrestleMania week just happened, and we are still recouping. I, WrestleMania hangover was a real thing this year. Like, I woke up Sunday morning after night one, and I was exhausted. Like, I was so fucking tired. <laughs> and I went to work, and I could not wake up. I had the hardest time waking up after, like, oh. an energy drink, caffeine, my meds, everything. I could not wake up on Sunday. So Monday, I didn't go to work. <laughs> the rain delay didn't help either. And we'll get to that in a minute. Um, we'll get to all that in a minute. Um, first things first, let's look at the stats. Our stats, the three of us. Um, I broke everything down between takeovers and mania and our overall scores. First of all, I'm still in the lead. Um, barely, but I'm still in the lead. And I, I, I think that because of the A and O start I had on night one. <laughs> I had undefeated on night one made it. Other than that, I probably would not still be in the lead. Um, so takeover, I was six and three. Mania overall, uh, ten and four, including going undefeated on night one. Um, now my record is thirty-four and twelve. Stal went almost undefeated for takeover. Like I could not believe it. He went eight and one for takeover. Um, in Mania, he was eight and six, and um, coming in at thirty-one and fifteen. And Dad cannot catch a freaking break because he wins seven and two for takeover, but it was six and eight for Mania. <laughs> for come in at twenty-five and twenty-one, third place still in this game. 
bringing up the rear. Yeah, what is it above 500? It's above 500 now. Hey, he's doing better than the Devils. Hey! This happy Devils Rangers week, by the way. We've been listening, by the way. Uh, <laughs> um, yes, Dad, by the way, the Devils and the Rangers are playing each other like five times this week. It's a crazy week in New York. <laughs> it's rivalry week. It really, it's, it's Huston rivalry week because they put on the Devils Instagram yesterday. All right. Um, so I broke down everything into little sections because it was easier to talk about it this way. And we did a lot like we did last year. So we, we so this has made life easier for all of us. We'll go through these sections instead of going through the cloud odd water. Make life easier for us. First of all, we'll start at the top. Um, Hogan and Titus O'Neill were hosting the show. Um, I thought having Titus come out and pump up that crowd on night one was brilliant. Especially after the rain delay, um, I could have done without the pirate outfits though on night two. I could have done without that. That was weird and bizarre, and it should have been a theme for that night two. That night two is not going to be as good as night one. Uh, <laughs> should have put that in a hint. But um, and I, I personally enjoyed Bailey popping up everyone, so that was fun for me. so flipping annoying. I'm still glad on night one she got to go off to Cole. Because that was like a year in the making, so I'm still glad that happened. Uh, anyway, <laughs> that was, oh, she was so fucking annoying. I wanted Titus to body slam her ass. Oh come on, it was so awesome. Uh, I mean, even I enjoyed her, and I get annoyed by everything. Yes, yeah, hello. I love it. I love it. I'm like, I don't want to love her hero character so much, but I do. <laughs> I really, really do. But did you notice on night one when Hogan came out, how the crowd kind of changed? Um, I noticed it more on night two than night one. I noticed it more on night two. Uh, they were booing him more. Like they hated him on night two. Like they hated him. Oh, dude. yeah. Oh, my God. What the hell did he do to Florida? It's he's a racist, and the fans just don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> no, you understand. And this is brought up. Um, I think I wanted to torch podcast this week. The thing was this: we're you got to think about when Hogan was big. And then they got with Hogan were big the second time. We are now almost 20 years <laughs> after his last run in WWE. Since then, he has done a terrible reality show and came out of the races. So this generation doesn't know the Hulk Hogan of the 80s and the 90s. They know the Hogan for the last 10 years. That's true. <laughs> so think yeah. about and, and, and he keeps pitched in his uh, beach shop. Yeah, but like, if you can't get cheered in your hometown, get off television. <laughs> get off television. Well, the things that, ha- that Hulk has done in the past have come back to bite him in the ass now. It's true. And, it's true. you know, you can say a million thank yous, but it doesn't mean that you've changed your attitude. No, no, but I, yeah. I'm just saying that's what's that's my reasoning behind the whole thing. It's just we're in a different generation, and plus, also, I, I don't understand why Vince thinks let's put Hogan out there with all the shit he's done recently out in public eye right after the Black Lives Matter movement. <laughs> I got a good idea. Like, I don't understand the logic. And then you put him out. You know, with Titus. That was Titus is one of the most liked people in WWE. One of the most liked people. You know, 
I think that's part of the reason why they didn't do the little dance million of dollars, millions of dollars. Because, Mandy because I think people would have been offended with it. No. Oh, so stop. This is funny. Mandy was not feeling well during night one. And um, by the time he started the show, she really wasn't feeling well. And um, she said, if the two of them go into the million of dollar dance, I am going to bed right now. <laughs> <I'm done. laughs> they didn't do that, but still. <laughs> I didn't um, let's move on. Well, we, we mentioned the rain delay. This is the first time in WrestleMania history we had a rain delay. <laughs> first time. It was bound to happen. It was bound to happen. And the funny part was, happens in NASCAR. It happens in the PGA. Happens Why can't it happen to the PGA? The What's the PGA have to do with this? They have rain delays. <laughs> they have rain delays. Rain delay. Baseball. Um, at least, at least, at least they were not as bad as the Mets last week. Did you hear what happened to the Mets game last week? With a rain delay? No. Okay, so no. it is a torrential. Nobody was telling me Sal the other day it was torrential downpour the other day. Torrential, yeah. torrential downpour. You got our storm, pretty much. You know that we were having on Saturday, happened on Sunday. Well, the Metro playing an afternoon game. <laughs> I heard it on Carter Roberts. The Metro playing an afternoon game that day. Well, apparently they had some radar that said it was going to stop raining in time for the game. The crowd showed up, but 8,000 fans, they show up to the game in this downpour. This downpour. They start the game. Eight pitches later, they stop the game and cancel the game. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm not kidding. That happened. Oh, my God. Ay, ay, ay. So, Thanks for coming, folks. Have a good night. Eight pitches. I can clearly believe I heard that. Like, what? <laughs> so, Same old bets. Pretty much. So, anyway, so the rain delay was interesting. I love the promos that were cut because you could tell that was improv. And I, the only person that struggled was Shane because he's not prepared to go unscripted. He was never prepared. <laughs> <laughs> that was so funny to me. They talked to Shane. Shane runs out of things to say. And then all of a sudden, every P and Lashley just show up in the rain. <laughs> pop up. <laughs> show up on the microphone. I'm like, wow, this is so funny. Um, and Drew was losing his mind, which I loved. KO was my favorite. He just like, I'm going to sit here. I'm going to talk to you guys for a little while. A little story time with KO. I love it. Um, Sal, any thoughts on the, all the all craziness that was going on during the rain delay? Um, I think they handled it very well. And um, it was, uh, it made for some interesting uh, TV, I guess you could say. Yeah, and the hilarious of Cole and Joe in ponchos. <laughs> that was a hilarious visual. And like everyone online said, this was God's revenge for Vince McMahon beating him. In 2006. So they... <laughs> and of course, you forgot to add Nipplegate. Oh, no, it's on the notes for later. At later. Look at your notes. It's coming up. Do you not later. read? Like it's in sections. Wait, 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 wait. What what page of the script is it in? I have it in sections. There's a oh. I organize it this way. Oh, <laughs> I'm looking for pages of the script. That's my wait, problem. Wait. You know how we do these red sheets. Anyway, okay. Um, the other thing we got to bring up, and we that might be the other problem I have with the Raw. We got so spoiled, like oh fucking spoiled, because. Takeover Wednesday and Thursday had fans. Saturday and Sunday, we had almost 50,000 people between the two nights. Oh my God, we got spoiled. That was so much more fun 
with real people in the building cell. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the Raw After Mania is always like typically like the funnest show to watch. Um, it, it just wasn't there. I mean, I know obviously last year was a completely different scenario, so we can give that a pass, I guess. Um, but it just like, you know, the Raw After Mania, you know, you have that, 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 that wild crowd. You have, you know, all these different types of, you know, people from all different parts of the world just going crazy. You know, you have all these debut, like there was no debuts, no call-ups, like nothing wild really happened. It was just, it was just such a blah, typical Raw episode. And it was, it was so disappointing. It was worse than a typical Raw because it was boring. Like it was so boring. the, the, The thing that I found really kind of blah is the way you kind of brought Braun Strowman back into the picture again. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, it, it did. It, it it was just like, you know, here's Braun, and Braun says, "Well, yeah, I deserve to be here because I ripped the cage down during our match." Well, no, blah, blah. at least I won my match at WrestleMania in a valid reason to say I want a title shot. <laughs> That's a valid reason. I was expecting more people to come up from the locker room and go, I want a shot. I want a shot. I want okay, a shot. Yeah. Maybe on SmackDown. All right. Um, let's move on. Our next section would be live performances. This is a crazy week for live performances. And it's funny part is it started at such a high and then kind of got worse as we went along. <laughs> get worse as we went. Sal, you did not watch Takeover Live. I don't have any chance to watch TakeOver yet. But opening the first thing at TakeOver, we opened the show with Nina Strauss singing, doing the national anthem on guitar, Hendrix style. And it was fucking amazing. <laughs> it was amazing. And it got the crowd riled up. Everyone was happy. Everyone was in a good mood. And we're right into an awesome show. Um, Dad, you watched that with me. Nina Strauss. It oh, breathtaking would probably be an understatement, but uh, the night one of takeover was just we'll get to takeover. I'm talking about the but, but the but performance, yeah. Wow, that. I mean, Good notes follow the notes, <laughs> I know, but I mean, the, the performance kind of set the tone for the show. I mean, at the end of the performance, you were this great high and you wanted the high to continue, and I think. By having that you know, music to start things off like that, it really helped not only with the audience but with the show itself to keep that type of high. Um, and then night two, because apparently somebody, I think it was Jason Powell made this joke. Apparently, Poppy is probably hidden in a basement somewhere because she just pops up all the time on NXT. Just <laughs> pops up to do live performances all the time, and. Boy, was I lost by the time this performance was over because it was like four and a half minutes and I was so fucking confused when it was over. <laughs> I had no clue what the hell was going on anymore at all during the popular performance. Dad, you were watching it, wasn't it? You were just as confused as I was. I was actually, I was waiting for like closed captioning to come on to tell me what she's singing because I couldn't understand most of <laughs> what was coming out of her mouth. Apparently, the first half she was doing a cover of a song called Salmon Deliver. What is fine. The second half, she went into her own song, and I would loss. <laughs> I was completely I, lost. 
I don't know if she knew what she was doing. Oh, she knew she was doing or she was being funny. That's what she was doing. Maybe she got into Randy Orton's stash someplace. I don't know. That's your go-to today. It really is your go-to. Your go-to today is pod jokes. This is going to be your go-to today. We have MSK on that show. Why would she need to go to Raw? Valid point. Valid, valid point. Um, let's move on to uh, Mania. Deepa Reska, I like this. Um, even though it's kind of distracted by her outfit because there was a lot of boobage. Um, <laughs> 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 um, I thought this was good. I thought this is a good performance, Sal. Um, yeah, the performance was good, but you know what was better? Her boobage? <laughs> well, besides that, the picture of her backstage with the big sign next to the door that says, no thigh slapping while kicking. <laughs> In all caps. That was, that was fantastic. That was great. <sighs> Talk oh about God. pulling the curtain. That was amazing. And she didn't realize she did it. That's the best part. <laughs> She did it. You can tell she's not a wrestling fan. That was so funny. <laughs> um, in comparison, Ashton Craft in American Beautiful the next night, and Sal said it perfectly. Florida dollar country music because they were not into this. They were not into this at all. No, no. I don't even know who Ashton Craft is. <laughs> I'm a country music person. I have no idea who she is. Supposedly, she's an up and coming. Country star that I guess is signed with a national label. I guess. Well, she needs but, to but, up and but, come a little bit more before she goes on another, another WrestleMania. Seriously. I mean, wow. I haven't heard any. I haven't heard music on country radio, so who knows? Then again, I don't listen to the regular radio that often, so that might also be my problem. <laughs> I listen to a lot of Sirius XM, so if it's not on there, I don't know. Um, not when I say that, I think it was um, tribute to the troops with Hardy. I had never heard of Hardy. There's tribute to the troops, and then I'm on serious exam, and on one of the country stations, Hardy popped up. I'm like, never heard of you until two weeks ago. There you are now on <laughs> so maybe I'll be in the same situation here. Um, moving on, we had two performances it was Wale doing Big E and Ash Castillo singing Rhea Ripley's music. I felt like Ash Castillo was extremely lost, had no clue what was going on, having trouble with her amps. Not as bad as um, Johnny Pool, but still not that good. Um, Wale was fantastic. Sal, your opinions? Yeah, I agree. Wale did really good. Uh, really was like there to really pump up the crowd and everything like that. And yeah, Ash Costello, I I did not like that performance at all, to be honest. I thought it was poorly done. She was like screaming half the time. I don't even think I think her problem was that maybe she couldn't really hear herself in her earpiece. Probably. So she seemed a little like off key and like it was just it was awful all around. And she kept on putting her, you know, this sign. Well, that, okay. well that's, see, you can't make fun of that because that's Rhea Ripley's thing. You can't get understand it. But you but can't get her She kept putting it up, and I thought the rest thought that there was trouble, so they had to come out. Again, that's Rhea Ripley's pose. You can't get mad at her for that. I know. <laughs> you can get mad at her for being off key. You can get mad at her for screaming and not even maybe forgetting the words. But here's the difference. When <laughs> Motorhead forgets the words to a song, it's funny. When Aspects forgets the words to a song, it's terrible because she's so much younger. She should not forget the lyrics to words. You know, <laughs> maybe it was Sal was saying about her earpiece that she needed uh, equipment change. So maybe that's why she kept that going like this. Someone that's come off the back. That's not the same thing. That's not the same thing. All right, let's move on. Um, this is the first time. This has got to be the first time. And someone can correct me on this. 
that all three major women's championships changed hands in one week. This has got to be the first time this has happened. And for them all to land on up-and-comer former NXT stars is incredible. Um, first of all, for NXT, we had Raquel Gonzalez beating Io Shirai. We had Bianca Belair in the... Uh, sorry, Raquel Gonzalez beating Io Shirai in the main event of night one of TakeOver. And then we had um, Bianca Belair being Sasha in main event of night one of WrestleMania in one of the best matches of the entire week. And we had Rhea Ripley defeating Asuka for the Raw Women's Championship on night two of WrestleMania. I thought it was the match of the three. Sal, your thoughts? Um, I I really enjoyed the Bianca Sasha match. Uh, we obviously need to mention the 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 whip hurt around the world. Oh, that still hurts that because still I hurts. legit cringed when I heard that sound. And you know that Sasha's reaction was legit. It wasn't acting. It wasn't uh, um, overacting. It was like a legit reaction. And seeing that mark on the side of her stomach just minutes after was just ridiculous. I mean, it was just absolutely ridiculous. Doggies. Doggies. Anyway, um, sorry, I'm, I'm turning my microphone off. So you I know, and, and, and I, I agree with Sal, is when you heard that sound, you just cringe, kind of like, oh, man. And you're figuring, okay, it's like the other time she's used it, it's not going to be bad. Then when you see the mark on the side of Sasha, and it's like a cut, oh. I mean, it's like, oh, man, there had brutal. to be some force behind that. It was brutal. It was brutal. Yeah. Um, I know Sal hasn't seen the Raquel EO match yet, but that was great. That was a great match. EO brought the best out of Raquel. I thought that was a great, great match. I don't know. I was disappointed by, by, by Rhea and Asuka. Maybe there's no chemistry, but I was very disappointed. Like, I was very disappointed by that match. Was that the only and one? It ended so awkwardly. Yeah. Like, I feel like they rushed to the finish. Like, I, I don't understand what happened here. They might have pulled the trigger. I mean, they probably saw that the crowd really wasn't into it, and they probably just wanted to pull the trigger, get it over with, and move on with the show. Maybe. Yeah, that's that's probably a good guess. So, all I right. Mean, it, it just, if you have to use, like, an I'm quoting, so it was meh. That's, that's valid. That's valid. Um, so, NXT. And first show Sal watched of NXT Live since Halloween Havoc. <laughs> first one, right? It's the first time? That's right. And we're watching the show together, and you're on a delay because you're watching it streaming. You yeah. can stream it, and you watch it on delay. And we're watching it live, so you're like, usually about a minute or two. Apparently, I watch it on delay even when I'm watching it on regular TV. <laughs> I don't know how. But you're like a minute or two behind us. And we're always... When um, we're watching Raquel in the ring, and all of a sudden, Rhea Ripley's music hits. And Mandy lost her shit. Mandy lost her mind. She's going crazy here. And then Bianca Belair gets hit. And you're losing your shit. Like, she doesn't belong here. She doesn't go here. And the <laughs> reaction for us, where we're going nuts here, having it's a great moment, a great fan moment, watching the three of them in the ring together um, with that picture of the three of them from a couple of years ago right behind them, 
I thought this was an amazing moment and a great culmination of the week. Sal, now that you've had a chance to think about it and not react to it, what was your thoughts? <laughs> they don't go here. They didn't belong there. But no, in all seriousness, um, it was it was it was a nice it was a nice little final bow tie on top of the present type of thing. True. That's I, you know, I'll, I'm going to be honest. Uh, all three of the women had great matches. Um, I, I was, I kind of knew that Bianca was going to win. She set the tone. She set the pace, and you can tell that the the fans and the crowd was behind her. Uh, same thing with Raquel. It started out where Io was controlling, and then somewhere like halfway through Rattel took challenge and it was great and uh, fans got into that one. The real Ripley I swear the name of this episode is going to be follow the notes. I swear that's going to be the name of this episode because we moved on and we're talking about the fact that happened on NXT. We're talking about that. That's what we're talking about now. <laughs> I know. Alright. I just I think I'm more amazed by the talent that has come from NXT to move on to the brands, True. and I, and it's it's given both shows a new breath of fresh air, and I think that's what the shows need. But then, in the same, the same thing is, who are coming up on NXT to replace those major stars? Right. I guess we'll have to wait and see what we'll happens see. in time. We'll wait and see. We'll get to a couple of things later on, but we'll move on to the men's champions. I'm still pissed at carrying across win one. I really am upset that she won. I did not want him to win. Fine, whatever, 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 whatever. Um, carrying across won the NXT Championship. Um, Bobby Lashley shocked everybody and retained the WWE Championship over Drew McIntyre. Roman Reigns retained the Universal Championship against Edge and Daniel, pinning both of them at the same time. Um, and Walter, to no one's surprise whatsoever. Um, defeated Tommaso Ciampa and still one of my favorite matches of the entire week. Like, seriously, this is one of the best matches of the entire week for me. Go out of your way if you have not seen this match. This was a brutal fucking match. Um, Ciampa gave it everything in this match. Oh, it was and, a- uh, you know, you, I'm with the dogs out. Go ahead. And, and the thing is, you saw both wrestlers, you know, their chests were red, uh, Tommaso's, you know, blood was starting to seem like it wanted to come out. Walters was red and swollen. Uh, there were other body parts like that. And they just, they went at it. And it was a phenomenal match. And, you know, it was coming close where Tommaso almost had it, but Walter pulled it out. And you got to give credit where credit is due. Both of these gentlemen left everything in that match. And they came out. And you could tell they were physically spent. Um, yeah, I, I I actually did hear everything you said. So there you go. Um, Sal, your thoughts on the other matches, the other big matches that happened, um, the surprises that, like Drew of Drew losing to Lashley. That surprised me. Yeah, um, I mean, I I was totally convinced, totally convinced that this whole thing has just been one big let's do let's do the redo let's give him let's give him one he should have had last year and it didn't happen but in a way i'm glad because i didn't want bobby lashley to lose like that 
just because they wanted to give him a redo. You know what I mean? So I'm kind of glad about that. And you know what? Fuck it. Bobby Lashley deserved a fucking moment too. And, I agree. I and, agree. And, you, know, and, you guys thought I was crazy for picking him last week. You guys thought I was nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, Drew had his moment. It was it, it was extremely watered down and it was very unfortunate. Don't get me wrong. But you know, you know, Bobby Lashley get another moment down the road. He will. Yeah. Like some yeah, I agree. Oh, he'll probably get another moment down the road and from another audience months from now. Yeah. Oh. And Roman Roman Reigns winning, I was I was a little surprised by that because you know how it is. They they when they want to take the belt off a strong champion, they always throw in the fucking triple threat thing. And that's what they did here. So I was a little convinced that's what was gonna happen. And I and I don't care what anyone says. Edge was technically pinning Daniel Bryan. <laughs> so Edge <laughs> you're obsessed champion. You obsessed with that. <laughs> <laughs> I am obsessed with that because the rules, I don't care what little Nate says, the rule is, is that Edge was on top of Daniel Bryan, so technically he had the pin. And if you're gonna oh, if you're gonna nice. do the whole thing where both of their shoulders were down and Roman was pinning both of them at the same time, then 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 Edge and Roman should be, you know, lay cool champions. Lay cool champions. Ay, ay, ay. <laughs> yeah, but Here's the thing. If you notice towards the end of that match, Daniel was holding Roman Reigns' head so it wouldn't move so that Rod wouldn't cause more of a... I like to know, that had no clue what we're talking about. I had no idea what we were talking okay. about. I thought you were talking to Roman Reigns' match. We were. But we were talking about the finish. <laughs> we That's about. what I'm talking about. No, we were talking about how Ed was on top of Dana Bryan while Roman was pitting them an Ed be champion. That's <laughs> what we were talking about. I'm talking about how Edge is on one side, Daniel's on the other. You had Roman in the sandwich. Sandwich? That was a great moment. No, no. The double was a turkey sandwich? With peppered salami? I had the uh, mo- mostard. I put the chicken sandwich in there. I did have the chicken bacon ranch on Italian herbs and spices today. So that was good. Okay. Oh, delicious. Yes, it was. Anyway, <laughs> I'm, not talking, I'm not talking about my sandwich. <laughs> anyway, um, the other thing, I, I okay, so I, I, I'm just gonna say this: Karen Cross is champion. This better not be a long reign. <laughs> this better, I cannot handle a year of title matches from him. I can't handle it. <laughs> they're slow. They're prodding. They're annoying. They're dumb. And I did not like this ending. I did not like this match. He's. He made a Finn Balor match look bad. That said a lot. That said a lot. That's, that's why. That's why Charlotte does most of the talking in the promos. You mean? You mean Scarlett? You said Charlotte. That too. <laughs> you said Charlotte. I'm Even sorry. here, she's trying Scarlet. to interject herself. Jesus, stop that show. Um, speaking of which, we're talking about one show still. Walter, Walter and Chapa. We're talking about the other ones. First of all. Despite it being way too damn long, Carla Wright, Adam Cole with a fucking war at the end of night two of Takeover. Um, 45 minutes this thing went. Um, so that was interesting. And Kyle O'Reilly did win, which was a nice surprise. I really, it was a nice surprise to see Kyle O'Reilly actually win. I wasn't 100% sure that he was going mm-hmm. to win, but he did. Um, the bigger surprise of the week was bad fucking bunny. Oh my God. Where the hell did this come from? Um, Bad Bunny totally took his wrestling training extremely seriously 
and put on a fucking show attacking the Damian Priest against the Miz and John Morrison. I got to give Miz and Morrison a lot of credit for making Bad Bunny look amazing. <laughs> oh my God, he looked fantastic. Sal, Bad Bunny, go. I was I was very impressed. I mean, I I went in with all the doubts in the world. I thought it was going to be a you know a shit show and blah blah blah, and that's why they decided to make it a tag match at the last minute and blah blah blah. But he 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 did great. I mean, he did a Canadian destroyer. I mean, there's like seventy percent of that roster can't do that move, and he fucking pulled it off outside, nonetheless. I know, that was, I, incredible. Yeah, go ahead. Bad Bunny, like I said, he took his training seriously. He sold the moves, and he sold them well, and he did the moves. I mean, when we're talking about you're coming off the tap route and doing a, a splash or, or even uh, a uh, flip, he did everything right. So kudos to him and the people that helped him train for this match because everything he did, he did right. And, um, you know, that that attests to him being serious about this, number one. And number two, the training he got from the people at the performance center was just fantastic, and he took it to heart. And that's why I, I was hearing out of the camp that, you know, that he's doing well in training and he's taking it seriously. And he, he, he even wanted more than they allowed him to, and they basically gave him, like, carte blanche uh, at, at the performance center for training. So, um. Two things I want to note. First of all, not only was he great at the moves, but his selling was unreal for someone who had never wrestled a match before. His selling was great. There are some wrestlers that do not sell that good. Like, <laughs> so good. And his facial expressions were fantastic. Like, I could not believe how good it was. And the other one I'm going to note, we were wondering where Adam Pierce was, why he wasn't popping up at Sony DeVille, popping up everywhere. Adam Pierce was produced this match. He was the one who produced this match. So <laughs> I got to give credit to him as well. Like, <laughs> like seriously, amazing job. Amazing job. Um, better than the other celebrity that was Logan Paul, who was here. And I, because here's the funny part. Bad Bunny went from, all right, you get a cheer, you got a cool entrance, whatever, to winning that crowd over. He was he, old-fashioned, won that crowd over by the end. Logan Paul walked out with Booed. And then my favorite part was after the KO Sammy match, gets in the ring. KO Sammy, by the way, great match. But he gets in the ring, and KO is standing there. He gets cheered. And it was like a stone cold moment where the crowd knew exactly what was going to happen. (laughs) 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 Where the crowd booed Logan Paul, cheered KO. Logan Paul put up KO's arm, they booed. And then KO, the master of the facial expression, changed his face. Look at the crowd. The whole crowd knew what was going to happen. <laughs> Started going crazy. And then he hit the stutter, and the crowd went nuts. So I do applaud that. <laughs> but um, so sad. Logan Paul. Ugh. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> that is <awesome. laughs> Uh I'm hoping that that's the last we see of Logan Paul. I don't, don't think he should be in any more WWE storylines. <laughs> Uh, otherwise, I, I see the ratings dropping really low. Like they don't already? Like raw ratings already suck? 
<laughs> lower, lower than that. SmackDown brings like, but he's a YouTube terrible. sensation. Oh fuck that, <laughs> fuck that. CJ hates him too, and she he loves YouTube stuff. He hates him too. So, <laughs> um, the other match I do want to bring up here: Cesaro and Seth Rollins. Holy shit! <laughs> These two put on a Ring of Honor clinic. Like, he decided we're gonna have a Ring of Honor match. We're gonna have a Ring of Honor. We're gonna have a Ring of Honor style match. <laughs> we're gonna tear things up for 15 minutes and put on a show, and then Cesaro is going to win. <laughs> Wait. Was it 23 swings? No. Sal is disputing the number. Sal's still disputing the number. 19. It was 19. They double counted towards the end. So I want to make a note. I'm, I'm going to call this out now because I, I, I put out my issues on Monday. Sal was in a really shitty mood on Saturday. <laughs> he was in a really shitty mood to start the show on Saturday. And for the entire Seth, the after the Seth match, he is complaining, complaining about this count. I'm like, Shut, move on, bro. move on the next match. <laughs> move on. Who cares? Like, who the hell cares at this point? <laughs> I cared. I cared because Florida doesn't know how to count. They were double we were counting. The same count. We had the same number. We were counting too. <laughs> we awesome. Watch it again. I bet you a hundred dollars. Who cares? A hundred dollars. I'll give you a hundred dollars. Oh yeah, yeah. All right. Because you know you're going to lose. That's why. Let's move on. Other title changes from the weekend. We had a bunch of title changes. We'll, we'll wrap them all up here. Um, first of all, MSK won the vacant tag team championships in NXT over the group. Oh, shocker. I know this was not a big surprise to me at all. It was a great match. It was a great match. Um, CJ was so happy. He loved MSK. So much. He loved MSK. So oh, he was okay. so happy that they won. Um, I don't understand why they were getting booed on Tuesday, but <laughs> I didn't quite understand that. That was weird. Oh, okay, that was strange. But um, they were, they were that was fantastic. Um, the other thing I will throw out there: we had the NXT Cruiserweight Championship match, unification match on on Takeover. Santos Escobar won the championship, celebrated with his son on the stage, and then. <laughs> On Tuesday, has an open challenge and loses it immediately to Kushida. <laughs> I have no idea what this is about. I don't know where this came from. Um, and then Jordan Devlin challenged Kushida at a future date. So I don't know what the hell is going on. I don't know why this happened. I'm happy Kushida's champion. But um, Dad, your thoughts on Santos Escobar, the ladder match, and then Kushida winning the title. <laughs> the ladder match was fantastic. Um it it really showed showcased both wrestlers' performance, but uh, Santos just had a little bit more, and uh, that's why I think they they put the title on him and kept it because I think they wanted to see him be involved in another program. Kushida comes up on Tuesday, and I'm telling you, Kushida looked focused. Uh, his mindset was different. He had different ring attire. I just say he changed his pants. Uh, and you know, I, I think he was focused <laughs> and determined to get that title. And when the title changed hands, I think this was NXT's way of saying, "Okay, well now we can do a match with uh, Jordan Devlin." Well, Jordan where Devlin. Kushida. Here's the thing with Devlin. Here's the thing with Devlin. Yeah. He said he went back home, so that match is not happening for a while. That match is not going to happen for a while. Maybe the next takeover for having one in like June at the yeah. earliest. At the yeah. earliest, that match is going to happen. So I'm kind of wondering down the road 
if NXT wants to put the belt on Devlin or not. I mean, they, that's... Would, have. they would have. Like you could have done the exact same thing. You could have had Devlin have an open challenge that she to be Devlin if they wanted Devlin to have the belt. Yeah, but I don't think they want him to lose to Santos. I think that was the whole thing. I, I don't I don't understand a lot of this, but hey, because she is champion now. Sal, any thoughts? Um no. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> All right. Um back to Mania. Um Seamus beat Riddle for the United States Championship in one of the bloodiest freaking endings I've seen in a long time that did not involve Cody Rhodes. Um <laughs> that, that, that broad kick in midair, in mid-flip. That that uh, busted up shape, um, busted up Riddle's lip was fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll just wrap all these together. AJ Styles and almost they won the tag team titles over the new day. No surprise here. I wasn't impressed by almost, but I was. But Mandy was so happy because she got her phenomenal farm off the top of almost, so she was happy about that. So mm-hmm. that happened, and then Apollo Cruz. With help from Dabakato, who apparently changed his name, and I didn't write his new name down. I'll find out on Friday. Um, oh, wait, what's his name? I didn't catch I, it. I, it's something general something. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you during SmackDown. Um, general stupid? I don't know. I, I just know I, I, Dabakato still to me until Friday. So they make an official <laughs> on SmackDown. Um, so anyway, Paul Cruz defeated Big E with help from Dabakato in the quote-unquote Nigerian drum match, which nothing in here told me this is at all special, and it was just a street fight. For street fight's sake, I don't understand. This was weird. I really wanted someone to go through one of those drums and get thrown into a gong, but that did not happen. Um, <laughs> anyway, these three matches Seamus, AJ Almost, Apollo Cruz. Any thoughts on any of these? Tell. Um, I, I really enjoyed the Seamus Riddle match, I really did. It was fun. Um, you know, Seamus needed to look strong, uh, you know, on, on a on a on a event like this and they definitely pulled that off uh aj styles yay triple crown champion finally yay big giant tree doesn't know how to make a tag i wasn't impressed and uh and apollo cruz just enough with the accent I- i'm done no more accent please oh man dad any thoughts on these three matches uh she was matches good uh the miscue uh, on Riddle, uh, I, I thought that he got like an Asuka situation where was that a miscue? Got knocked out. Was it a miscue or was it exactly what it was supposed to be? He just hit his lip way too hard. <laughs> I think that's what happened. No, I, I think it was a miscue because when Riddle performed it, uh, he slipped a little bit slightly. And I think that the kick was supposed to be more on like the shoulder and chest and not lower. But that was that was just me, and I thought maybe it was like another Oscar moment where tooth pops out, and now uh, this is gonna happen. But it was Asuka, just uh, she broke her really. Nose. I remember remember with Oscar, she had dental issues and she broke her nose, so that was double whammy on that one. <laughs> I I was just hoping that that Riddle's jaw wasn't broken. Obviously, he was like, fine. Like he, wrestled he wrestled Monday, so <laughs> so I I. Yeah, Sheamus was strong, and and he deserves to to hold the title. Uh, but the Big E match, uh, I could have did without it. I really, it just, it, it it didn't do anything for me except make me think that uh, creative has nothing for Apollo Cruz. Well, so they're going in a terrible direction. Sense. Well, they have something for him. It just makes no sense. 
Well, what it was Dabakato gonna be now? He's gonna be like an almost to him now. I, I don't I guess I will find out. Come on, if they did this on Sunday, there was no explanation. And then they'll say, fight out on SmackDown. And we do the show, obviously, because SmackDown's on Friday night. So obviously we're not gonna well, do anything. It's our show. It's either <laughs> that or it's gonna be like a Shawn Michaels diesel situation. Maybe that wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. I mean, Apollo's smaller, he can use backup. All seriousness, you know. Um, by the way, real quick, um, I just got an alert. NXT ratings came in, and they went up after last oh. week. They actually went up on Tuesday night. So I they, wonder why. Competing. So there you go. So I'll just throw that out there. What was the um, number? Did they say the number? Um, they went up to 805,000 viewers, which is the most they've had since Halloween wow. Havoc. Wow. Wow. They've had since Halloween Havoc. So there you go. Wow. Look <laughs> at that. Yeah. And it, was yeah. Too, and it was a good show, so it helped. Hopefully that'll help things in the future. So there you go. Um, anyway, um, one thing I will note about the AJ almost situation is as weird as that match was, New Day came off looking awful. <laughs> came off looking like pricks. <laughs> that was all said and done. It looked so bad. Nobody good. Nobody came out of that match good. Like nobody did except me and AJ. <laughs> like nobody came out of that match good. Um, so there you go. All right, with well, all some other notes I have right here from the week. First of all, Dad brought it up at the beginning, but we'll bring it up here. Mandy Rose, she slipped and fell on the entrance, <laughs> which I'm sorry, was hilarious. <laughs> um, and then during the match, Dana Brooks um, had a nip slip right in the middle of the match. <laughs> right in the middle. In the middle of the match. And it was Wait, over Twitter. So <laughs> there was a there was another nip slip by someone Mandy, else. Well, Mandy, no, here's the thing, like, here's the thing with the second one. Everyone thought Mandy slipped out and she didn't. They were just, they sourced, they, they, the censors thought they saw a nipple and they did not. So that's what happened there. Because <laughs> trust me, if Mandy Rose popped out of her shirt, she would, or got out of her outfit, she would have broke Twitter. She would have broke Twitter. <laughs> you know that's how it would have been. The Twitter is obsessed with Mandy Rose. So that if she popped out, Twitter really would have lost her fucking shit. <laughs> we kind of, we kind of noticed as they were walking down the ramp, Dana Brooks' outfit looked. Uh, well, they both, they both changed. It, 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 it wasn't a adjusted properly. Well, the problem is, and Mandy said it perfectly, they look like Barbie dolls, and Dana Brooks' outfit was too small. That was the problem. It <laughs> was too small. Oh yeah. Um. So that's that. We'll probably hear more about that as the weeks go on, but they can't stop bringing it up because they still talk about Nia's fall. So they'll probably still talk about this some more. Uh, oh, no. Um, okay, we, we have to discuss this, unfortunately. I don't want to discuss this, but Sal wants to discuss this. That's why I included this. Um, at WrestleMania, The Fiend returned. I loved his entrance. I thought it was fantastic. Like, I thought oh, God, was I loved it so much. And it, it dawned on me. It dawned on me as we're watching it. That this is the Fiend's first WrestleMania entrance, because last year was supposed to be his first entrance, but obviously WrestleMania got put the right. This year was right. his first entrance, so he got to do an over-the-top, crazy entrance, which is great for the character. And having out of the Jack Box, having to go through the thing and that weird, like, weird tunnel thing that you, I think, you that said that it was like the well, it wasn't you. It was, I think it was on a podcast I listened to that said it was like he was walking through the weekend's um Super Bowl halftime hallway and, and shredded <laughs> his skin and came out back to normal, had a different mask and looked great. Like, I thought it looked fantastic. And he had that jack in the box playing to the crowd. The crowd's going absolutely insane. We got the red light back. We're having a match. The drones. 
Yeah, it was crazy. And then Alexa Bliss popped out of the Jack in the Box, dripping black, whatever the hell that was, all over her face. Soy sauce. <laughs> I don't know what that was. Or as um, Jason Powell says, Demon Seed, whatever. It was all over her face. And um, she popped out, and Randy Orton won the match, <laughs> which was it, miracle to me. <laughs> and we'll, talk, we'll stop there. And we'll stop there. We'll talk about that part first. Dad, go ahead. Uh, the match when the fiend came it looked like a little bit of a different ring attire and the mask is a little different and i i really thought that from the way the match going is the fiend was going to walk away victorious and then that happened and randy took advantage of it now does this put the storyline to bed Oh, by oh we, no moved means, on. No. we moved on in Raw. We moved on. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. Before we get to Raw, Sal, your thoughts on Sunday? Um, there's a tiny part of me that's thinking that we're, we're, we're putting this on pause or whatever for now, but I have a feeling that down the road, maybe SummerSlam, it's going to come out that Randy Orton now has some sort of control over her. Oh, jeez. Oh, God. You know what I mean? I don't know. Like, I just, I get that feeling. And then they're going to try to stretch this out a little bit more, but they're going to take a couple of months off to to kind of let everyone recharge and, like, not have to deal with another, you know, long Randy Orton feud. But I don't know. So instead, okay. I, I have a question for the panel. Go for it. Now, I mentioned, and I don't know if anyone else brought this up, is that Alexa's character, is now Sister Abigail. Well, no, no. I don't think she is. I don't think she is. I mean, you brought that up on Sunday. I don't think that's that what that was. I, okay. I actually don't think that was a... I, I'm, just, I'm just wondering Abigail. because... My whole point... He was, he was yeah. doing the move on an Orton I don't Sister think that Abigail, and all of a sudden, Alexa pops up. I, I honestly don't think the two are, co- are connected at all. I okay. think that was just her way of distracting him. And okay. costing him the match. I honestly don't think it has right. anything to do with each other. The reason I say that okay. is because the Firefight Finals came back this week, and Abigail is a foul mouth puppet in the Firehouse Finals. So, okay. <laughs> so I'm only reason I say that. That's the only reason I say that. Sal, do you have any opinion on that? I didn't get that feeling, to be honest. I, I, I just think it was just, yeah, her just taking the, the right opportunity to distract them. Okay, but you notice—is is there a new character in the, the Firehouse? Oh God, we'll, we'll get to the new character in a second because Sal's obsessed with it, and we'll get to her in a second. The only okay. thing I will say that this is brought up on a recap—maybe Alexis Powers or that weird black thing because it, Fiend never did that to anybody, and she did that to Randy all the time. Maybe that's one of her powers. So there you go, that weird black stuff. So I don't know. There you go. Okay. Um, so Sal. You could talk about this one because I was just annoyed, but you seem to be going crazy about this. During Alexis Playground on Monday, she revealed a new puppet. Why don't you tell everyone about the new puppet? Lily! I love Lily and she has skulls for teeth and it's fantastic and she looks creepy and I love it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is where you <laughs> your what, what is What is she supposed to be? A puppet? Duh. <laughs> What, what is the puppet supposed to basically relate to? Alexa, I guess. With skull teeth? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That's the thing. Like, at least, like, brave puppets make sense. Like, they all make sense. I don't understand. 
the puppet at all. <laughs> maybe this is something like in Alexa's inner mind. This is someone that she relates to. Maybe uh, said last week Ryan Cabrera should be scared for his life after watching this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> Don't walk, buddy. Run. Um, moving on. The one actual return we had on Raw. Like we thought we were in for a hell of a show when this happened, and then everything went downhill from there. Um, the Royal Raiders came back on Monday Night Raw and Saudi brought up on the um White Killer Post show that maybe they're setting up the Royal Raiders to beat AJ and almost. So that'd be interesting. You mean the Viking Raiders? What did I say? Lower Raiders. Raiders? Oh, whatever. Who cares? (laughs) They're still War Machine to me. So I don't know. (laughs) They're still War Machine to me. War Machine, War Raiders, Viking Raiders. Whatever we're calling them this month. Sal, your thoughts on the Viking Raiders returning on Raw? I'm excited because it's been a long time. And I I really like them as a team. So I'm I'm excited that, you know, Eric is not... um, you know, running around the ring chasing the 24-7 title belt. There you go. Very true. I'm excited. I know, Dad, you're a huge fan of them. I I think that uh, they're going to be serious contenders for the title hunt. And uh, don't be surprised if probably before SummerSlam that they may get a, a shot on pay-per-view SummerSlam for a title shot. I, I don't think we're going to wait that long. It'll probably be a backlash. I refuse to call it the full name. It's backlash. WrestleMania backlash. I refuse to call it. I refuse to call it that. There you go. You got WrestleMania SummerSlam. Oh my God, it's all bad. I hate it. Hate WrestleMania it. Royal Rumble. I hate that match. I hate the name of the pay-per-view so much. Why did they do Why would they take the WrestleMania name you stayed for fucking 30 fucking years and put it on another pay-per-view? I'm so pissed. I really hate the name of the show. Because they want more people to be on Peacock. You already got it. You already on it. Well, people aren't paying for the damn network anyway. No, because remember there was a line that said this is for the people that aren't on Peacock. It's so stupid. It's so. I'm sorry. It annoys me so much on Monday when Adam Pearce, the the winner of this match, will face off against Lashley at WrestleMania. Back on the go, fuck yourself. No, go fuck yourself. Not a thing. Was that the first time we found out that that was the name? Uh, there was a graphic on WrestleMania, but I didn't take it seriously until Adam Pierce said it, and that okay because really I was gonna because I couldn't remember, and I was like, oh, maybe he just like fucked up and said it no, by it accident. Was, there was, apparently, there was a graphic during WrestleMania, and it was probably during one of the interstitials when we were talking and not paying attention to the screen between matches, you know, and in between matches. And I, well, I didn't think anything of it at the time, but when Adam Pierce said it, it made me so mad. Like, it was so fucking angry. <laughs> I know. I know I'm we're, with you. We're gonna we're gonna use the name to get more people to watch the show. Yeah. Oh my god, it pissed me off. Anyway, speaking of being pissed off, Sal, Charlotte Blair returned <laughs> Monday. Don't um, get me started. I, I, I want you to get started because that's, that's why I put it here. You asked me to put this on the run sheet. So I, you asked me to. I was not gonna put this on the run sheet. No, I asked you to do a bit. That's what I asked you to All do. I, I had no time to get the bit going today. I barely had time to get our sound clip for the show we have on here. I really had time to do that. But um, okay, let's do the bit, Sal. Charlotte returned. This is annoying. Talk ahead. Woo! What she, the hell are they gonna do with her now? She needs to go away. Like I said on Monday, she just needs to get like a really bad concussion like Daniel Bryan and just go away for a few years because I'm sick and tired of seeing her on TV. I'm sick and tired of her getting title shots left and right. I'm sick and tired of her just waltzing in 
and being like, okay, I'm getting a title shot now. And then everyone's like, okay. And then they like hand her the belt. I am just, I'm so over it. She needs to like, seriously, she needs to be whopped in the head with like a semi truck and just be out for three years like Dan O'Brien. Wow. So <laughs> here's, here's the thing. Are they going to have a match between her and Rhea Ripley? I tell them. Yes, of course they are, because they're going to do a fucking rematch of WrestleMania, WrestleMania of last year. Well, it looks like we're getting a triple threat, which is even more annoying. Even more annoying. And the the third piece of the puzzle is? Asuka, did you not watch Raw? Oh, you weren't home. I forgot you weren't home during it. Sal, dad's lucky he doesn't watch most of Raw because he had a church thing on Monday nights. So he misses most of Raw. Church thing? Legitimately, he goes to church and volunteers. Legitimately. (laughs) 100% legit. It's not like it's not like he's going out on a date like he's gonna be dynamite for. But um anyway. Um, <laughs> wow, you went there. I could get into that now. Um with the we, we have we have one last thing to bring up here. And I'm and I was so pissed about this. <laughs> I was not. I'm I'm willing to let this go. Frankie Monet, also known as Taya Valkyrie, debuted on NXT with her dog, and this completely got overshadowed by Raquel. By Raquel being joined by Rhea and Bianca in the ring. It's completely got overshadowed by them. <laughs> I, actually, yep. I actually forgot this happened until all the things were a recap this morning. And they actually like, oh yeah, that did happen before, that, before all that happened. So, so, so now, debuted. okay, so now we have Frank and NXT and your husband, John Morrison. On Raw? Uh, give it time. I guarantee you, Frankie Monet will be on main roster hanging out with Mr. Morrison by the end of the summer. What were they going to do? Have her be their valet? Sure. They, her and the dog. And the dog, too. <laughs> oh, maybe she'll challenge uh, Reggie. Oh, jeez. Reggie, who, by the way, apparently, he missed WrestleMania because he was sick, legitimately sick, did not have COVID. But he didn't want them to think he had COVID, so we just stayed home, which is smart, which is very, very smart. I gotta give him credit for that. Give him I, know, I give him the credit, credit in the world for that. And people listening, that is the most responsible thing you can do as a human being. That if you're not feeling well, and you have the pe- <laughs> and you have the ability to do it, stay home. Stay home. Stay home. Stay home for a day. Rest. Yep. You're fine. Anyway, Sal, go ahead, Frankie Monet. <laughs> what was the text I sent you? The the silence is deafening. I mean, she came out, and there was like <laughs> not even the fucking fake crowd was making any noise. I mean, it you could hear a you could hear a a, a, a canary break wind in there. I mean, it was just so it was so quiet. I mean, Jesus Christ, man, throw this chick a bone or something. I mean, it was just. Oh, it was awful. You should have seen. (laughs) You should have seen the way she played her character on Impact. It was just. (laughs) It was atrocious. I mean, she she. You mean AEW Dark Impact? Well, she she played national broadcast AEW Dark Impact. Not she played the diva card, and she turned it up to like eleven, where it was so obnoxious. Well, the silence was turned up to eleven. That's for sure. <laughs> maybe, maybe you could hear her dog piss. You know what I just realized? The last like twenty minutes of the show was us just yelling and screaming. 
you know, hopefully, hopefully for her first match, they pick out a good opponent that basically is going to like give her a what for. Oh my God. I'm sorry. It just dawned on me. Like we, all that we've been doing for the last 20 minutes is screaming. <laughs> Yo, I, I think you should throw her in the deep end and have her go against Amber Moon. Well, Amber Moon's busy tagging with um, Shotzi in, in a really strange eight-person tag. <laughs> that was strange. Why, why do I see her being part of the Robert Strong brand? Robert, 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 Robert Strong? I don't even know. Probably part of, I don't know he up on the screen. I have not seen him in a month, and I forgot what he called him. I forgot what his name was. He was on Tuesday. Robert Stone. Robert Stone. Robert Stone, Robert Stone brand, yes. Yeah. It wasn't Robert Strong, because Strong <laughs> is Roddy Strong. So they wouldn't yeah. have two Strongs. So they did a Robert Stone. <laughs> well, there you go. Robert Stone Otherwise, should be part of that. Here's the problem with Robert Stone. Robert Stone. Harry the Sal, Sal, you missed out on the Robert Stone stuff with her his little mini few with Shotzi Blackheart, where she kept running over him with her tank. For a month and a half. And then he destroyed her tank and she rebuilt it in time for Halloween Havoc. Yes, the new tank for Halloween. But, 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 but the, but, 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 yeah, the new tank fires missiles. Yeah, I know. That's fantastic. But like for a good month, every week on NXT, she found a different way to run over him with her tank. <laughs> 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 it was hilarious. Okay, that's funny. Oh my god! Like she would act. It, 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 remember, remember in Austin Powers when the joke was that the machine was so slow that the guy still standing there yelling, "Ah, ah!" <laughs> yeah. That's what he was doing. <laughs> funny. That's great. <laughs> on, a, on a side note, though. Uh, did you happen to see Roddy Strong come in with his wife? Oh yeah, he resigned from NXT. Like that was the that was a big thing that happened. Like on, resigned like, or like no, he's he moving up wrong. to the, he's moving up to like SmackDown from what I've heard. Well, that was years ago. He walked off after he walked off after the whole O'Reilly Cole thing started. He when undisputed off. era kind of went, and then he came back today. And according to storyline, he resigned from NXT and is off NXT's roster. Oh. As of today, so okay. that's a big story. Like that's a big surprise. <laughs> so, so it's going to be interesting to see if he pops up uh, on Friday. I think SmackDown's a better home for him because like, you can have Dan O'Brien running his matches and wrestling with him. I think that'd be a better show for him. So that's that personal. I, I can see putting like the uh, a title on on Roddy. You like, know, I like... Could, like I could see him feuding with Seth Rollins. I could see him feuding with Cesaro. Yes. Like I could see him in feuds like that. Yes. Any day of the week. Like totally yes, better definitely. Definitely. So all right. I think we've covered everything we can cover that doesn't involve a really terrible cage match. So let's get out of here. <laughs> um well and as I said top of the show, our theme was main eventers and women main eventers. So we're gonna close with Raquel Gonzalez's theme music. So and since there's no words, it's the perfect closing song for us today. So, Sal, go. Uh, yes, for more information on our show, including where you can hear our show, go to our website, theblakeandstyleshow.com, our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram pages. And please comment or leave a rating and review, and we will terribly, horribly read it on the show. Hey, we'll, we'll, we'll read it, though. We will read it. Um, we are part of the Wisconsin Podcast Association. For more information, go to wisconsinpodcast.com. Sal, I mean, Dad, go. 
Hey, as always, it's been your pleasure. And please, if you have a local independent wrestling organization where you live, please patronize these people. These are, are the young and men and women that are coming up in the world of professional wrestling, sports entertainment. And they want to be going into those big companies and get that big brass ring. So patronize these people. Go to their matches. They'll show you what they can do. They'll basically knock your socks off. And you'll be amazed on, on what these young people can do and where they're going to go. And if you go to these matches, please do so safely. Social distancing, wash your hands, wear your mask. Even though people are getting their vaccines, we still want to beat this son of a bitch as far as we can. So do this safely. And please remember, be nice to one another. We're all we now, got. Well, we're at the point where we're so close to the end of this pandemic and people are just fucking up. So please stop fucking up. Let's be honest here. We're super close to the end. People, come on. We're super close. Uh, all right, next week, um, as I was hinting throughout the show, we're taking the week off. I'm burnt out. I need a week off. So we're taking the week off. Um, we, um, we're going to show up, put a part two of that unheard um, Patreon audio that I was putting on a couple, about a month or so ago. We're going to put a part two. And it's a fun one. It, we're going back to 2017 for this one. It's about... It's, it's only the first half, too, because when I was going through the old audio, there is so much Patreon audio from 2017 that I broke it up into two parts. So this is part one Ooh. of 2017. So, so, so Mr. Peabody, we're going into 2017 in the Wayback Machine? Yes, we are. That's going to be All right. week here on our show. And we'll be back in two weeks to go through a bunch of other things. All right. Let's get out of here. Um, I guess we should go. Um, I'm Blake. I'm Sal. I'm Mark. And you were listening to the Blake and South Show. Have a good day, everybody. We love you guys. Be safe, please. See ya. Oh, <laughs> I saw. Vaccinated, wear your masks. Pass the Ducci on the left hand side. What? What? Huh? What? Your Dutch coin. You're... I think you need to go to rehab. Huh? Thank you so very much. Goodbye, and good night.